Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind, I'm Brian McCallan. Ski Racing Media reports that Danielle Umstead is a three-time blind Paralympian. As a blind Paralympian, Danielle is competing and pushing her limits in the sport of skiing. She's not only competing in skiing, but also dancing. Danielle has competed on ABC's Dancing with the Stars as the first legally blind contestant for season 27. The aspiring dancer and skier is here to tell us about both her passions. Hello, Danielle. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Okay. So, you mentioned on your website, visionforgold.com, that doctors diagnosed you with retinitis pigmentosa at the age of 13. How did you get retinitis pigmentosa? Well, retinitis pigmentosa is a degenerative um, disease, and I was diagnosed at the age of 13. I lost central vision in my right eye, and um, it's just something that you have. I wasn't, it wasn't contracted like a virus, <laughs> um, but um, I was diagnosed at the age of 13 and lost central vision in my right eye first. I see. You also have multiple scler- sclerosis. What's multiple sclerosis? Multiple sclerosis is a neurological disease that affects your brain and your body. It is a um, it is a disease that um, affects me in a different way, and it actually also can affect your sight. Um, unfortunately, it is I was diagnosed eight years ago with multiple sclerosis, and I um, have been living with it for eight years and have learned how to. Push through multiple sclerosis and living with a visual impairment. So, multiple sclerosis paralyzed you and you had to learn to ski again. But let's get to your passion for skiing. You didn't pursue skiing until you turned 29. How did you become uh, interested in the sport much later in life? You know, I when I was 29 years old, I, I was feeling sorry for myself. And I got a phone call one day from my dad. I was living in Texas at the time, and he said, you know, I want to take you skiing. I want to be your eyes and guide you down the mountain. And I thought he was crazy at the time, but I thought to myself, what do I have to lose? So I said, yes, Dad, let's do it. And um, in 2001, he and I were skied in northern New Mexico for the first time. He was my eyes, and he guided me down the mountain. And I fell in love with the sport immediately and found a passion to do it. So I moved to the mountains a year later, or a few years later, actually. I moved to the mountains a few years later and um, took a job at the retail store located directly next to the ski slopes and um, so I could ski all winter long. I loved skiing, and I loved the freedom it gave me. You even formed a uh, Paralympic skiing team with your husband, Rob. What's that skiing team called? Rob and I started um, skiing together in 2008, and together we are Team Vision for Gold. And so we have a website, which is vision4gold.com, and we 
together have competed in three Paralympic Games. We've won three bronze medals, um, Paralympic bronze medals, and we've won over 50 World Cup medals and numerous of globes and several world championship medals. So together, Team Vision for Gold has accomplished so much as a team, and the love of ski racing and the love of being a blind ski racing champion um, was done together with my husband. You won two bronze medals during the 2010 Paralympic Winter Games in Vancouver, British Columbia, one bronze medal during the 2014 Sochi Games, and you won a bronze during the World Para-Alpine Skiing Championships at Treviso, Italy. How did you and Rob do in the 2018 Winter Paralympic Games in Pyeongchang? Um, in Pyeongchang, we represented USA in all five events. Um, unfortunately, I crashed in my best event, the downhill, um, which was very heartbreaking. Um, but we were fifth in the Super G, and then I think eighth in the GS, and maybe I crashed and or I didn't finish in the slalom. All right, but but that's wonderful. You've you've earned a lot. Congratulations! Oh, you've Thank also you so earned. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you've also earned a skiing award. The United States Ski and Snowboard Association named you Adaptive Athlete Athlete of the Year in 2011. How did you speak out for this competitive opportunity and to earn this award? Um, the award given for results. It's a, it's an award given out through the United States Ski and Snowboard Association, and because of our accomplishments, we received an award in 2010 through the Ski and Snowboard Association. And, um, you know, it was an honor to receive that due to our results and our accomplishments as a team. Now, now sports teams have sponsors. You've also got sponsors for your team. Who are Vision for Gold sponsors? We are sponsored by um, many incredible corporations. Our sponsorships are Deloitte, Toyota, Comcast, Natural Balance Pet Food, Pop, and Ericsson Corporation. These are lots of companies. Outside of the skiing world, you and your husband Rob are both motivational speakers. Who do you speak to? Um, that varies. I mean, it's, it just depends on what corporation or what business really is looking for. I speak to many companies, um, and sharing my story of living your impossible every day. And I speak to corporations that my sponsorships and many other people in many other different varieties. You are the first legally blind contestant on ABC's Dancing with the Stars. How did you speak out to be on the show? Um, I'm more than legally blind. I'm the first visually impaired contestant. Um, I'm almost completely blind um, on Dancing with the Stars. And they reached out to me. They were inspired by my story and asked me if I would be interested in becoming the first visually impaired, blind 
contestant on Dancing with the Stars. In 2007, I said to a TV screen standing four inches away from it, I want to be the first contestant on, blind contestant on this show. And then life did a full circle and for somehow the cosmic gods or whatever it may be, life did a full circle and I was asked to be on the show and it was such an honor to um, be on the show and show what people with visual impairments can really do. What have some of the challenges been in being a blind dancer and on a TV show? You know, the challenges obviously are apparent. Being visually impaired, you have to learn in a different way. Um, we, Artem, which is my partner, my pro on Dancing with the Stars, Artem and I had to learn four dances in two weeks. And it was a hard, it was really hard to do as a blind person because it takes a lot longer to learn. I'm not saying it was impossible because obviously it was possible. We pushed through and did an amazing job. We learned through communication and through feel on how to make us better as a dancing team. And we really, really overcame some awesome challenges. We have, you know, we had nobody to talk to or figure out how to do this. And Artem was such an incredible teacher, coach, um, mentor, and partner in this transition and being a part of the show. He was very creative, and together we just kept coming up with new ways of how we could get better and how we could learn how to do this. And unfortunately, we only did four dances together, but I feel like our journey isn't done, that there's more to do, and somehow maybe he and I can um, continue this journey in a different path or a different way, and teaching people how to dance without vision. Mm. Were you nervous? Of course. I mean, going on stage in front of millions of people on television and being the first blind and visually impaired person competitor on the show, of course I was nervous. I felt like I I didn't want to let anybody down, and I didn't want to let myself down, and I definitely didn't want to let my partner down. Um, but when it came to those first steps, you have to just trust in what you've done with your partner and believe in yourself and just dance your heart out. And that's all I could do each dance. How are you doing on the show so far? Um, unfortunately, on Tuesday, Artem and I were eliminated, and it was heartbreaking. Um, they didn't, the, on the show, we didn't find this out until um, our way to New York City to go to Good Morning America, but on the show, um, they didn't calculate all the votes. The phone call votes were not calculated into um into the final count. So it was the judges' votes and the online votes. And for some reason, there was a glitch in the system and the phone call votes didn't count, which is heartbreaking because who will know if we had those phone call votes, would we have stayed on? Um, I don't know. So it's really hard. I'm sorry, my dog's squeaking her toy. My <laughs> dog's squeaking her toy. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to finish on that note and not know that I, you know, what if, the what if is there, 
But no matter what, it's such an honor and such a blessing to be on the show and it's such an incredible journey to dance the four dances with Artem and Dancing with the Stars is such an amazing show and um, they made me feel comfortable, safe, excited. I felt beautiful as a blind woman on television and um, I'm excited to go back for the finale and um, be a part of the finale in November. So um, it's not over yet, but unfortunately Artem and I dances are over for now and we'll see what happens in the finale we certainly will see what happens then um we're gonna put lots of links where you danced i found a couple on abc's website we're gonna put up those for our listeners and um, we're gonna put up some of your links as well i know you have a website called visionforgold.com correct yep yep and i would love for people to follow me on instagram at danielle D-A-N-E-L-L-E, Umstead, U-M-S-T-E-A-D. And you can follow me on Instagram, and I have a page on Facebook, too. That would be awesome. And Twitter. Well, um, so are you going to be participating in any upcoming skiing competitions? Yes. Um, I'm actually, since my, um, since, you know, our dancing was cut a, a lot shorter than I hoped, I'm leaving in a week for Switzerland to get back with my alpine skiing team, hopefully. And um, we'll be skiing in Switzerland and doing some training and to get back on the slopes and ready for the season that starts in December. Plenty of cold, plenty cold stuff there. Switzerland is plenty <laughs> cold there this year, right? Yeah, um, there's a lot of snow. We're going to Sasse and... Um, and meet up with them there. They're already headed to uh, Austria, so in a week, hoping to meet up with them and get some good training in with the greatest coaches and uh, get back to work on the slopes. All right. Now, when you work on the slopes, do you work with a special coach who helps you? We have a team. I'm on the U.S. Paralympic Alpine Ski Team, so I'm working with a team that is through the United States um Olympic and Paralympic Committee. So I am a part of the national team. And um, we have, we do have, special, we have four amazing coaches and we have um, personal trainers and we have the best, the best team that anyone could provide. Wow, that's excellent. Um, and um, you, you must be working towards the next Olympic Games, correct? I am going to year to year. I really honestly can't tell you where my journey is going to take me, but this year my intentions are for our world championships in January in Italy, and uh, that's my goal for now. I'm just, you know, living day to day right now and seeing where my path is taking me and what comes next for us but right now my focus is on world championships in january and hopefully we can get back up to pace with my um team and get out there and get some good racing hmm that will be very good uh i i think i think we have covered definitely a lot um we will be definitely watching for you in the near future seeing where you're going with your skiing I, I think you're doing a great job, 
Is there anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, I just think that, you know, people shouldn't limit themselves if they're visually impaired or whatever life throws at them. Don't limit yourself. Live your impossible every day. Motivate yourself to be your best self and never give up. Never give up. That's good advice. Well, Danielle, I'm sure our listeners will be inspired to ski, dance, and follow their dreams. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash for dash the dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. There, Debbie Hazelton bringing you the good energy mix each Monday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. While I happen to love Mondays, many people don't. In any case, it's a great time to start the week off on a positive note. Good music, laughter, and fun with something good to think about thrown into the mix. I love bringing it to you, and I know many of you enjoy receiving it at home, at work, wherever you happen to be. It's the Good Energy Mix, each Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Interactive. Some call it gem, and hey, some even say it's a gem of a show. The Good Energy Mix, I'm counting on you. See you then and there. The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at 
ttobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at acb.org, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. ACB Radio. This is Alice Cooper for RADD. There's a lot of things we have no control of in this world, but that's not the case with drunk driving. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Think ahead and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives on and so should you. public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Tired of the same old survival reality shows that aren't too real? <laughs> then join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview real famous and inspirational blind individuals and other specialists about a real wide variety of topics, providing you with real steps to achieve your dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and replays throughout the day on Thursdays on ACB Radio Mainstream. Happy listening! Hi, I'm Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, here for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Yeah, you know we love it when the music does the talking. And you know, the music stops when someone gets killed. So never, 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 never let someone you know get behind the wheel if they've been drinking. So keep it real, keep it real. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. we know the best choices to make and when we look back over our lives how do we know the choices that have most influenced us from who we have been to who we are today join me as my guests and I explore defining moments from there to here on the inside track Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream. I'm Debbie Hazelton.